What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go. I grew up in Calverton, Maryland, just 15 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. So there are two things that you need to know. Montgomery County and Prince George's County. Montgomery County Public Schools is where the rich white kids went to school. Prince George's County, or PG County, how we called it, is where the rich black kids went to school. So you may be wondering, Kojo, what are you talking about? Well, let me explain. Calverton sits on the border of these two counties. Me being an African-American kid growing up, all my family lived in PG and DC. You see, back before the Civil War, PG County was the biggest tobacco slave state in Maryland. This meant that there were always this many black people here, but they just weren't free. It all changed when slavery was prohibited in Washington, D.C. in 1850. Slaves of PG County flocked to Washington, D.C. to seek their freedom, and for the next 140 years, the capital of America was an almost all-black city. When gentrification came in the 1990s, however, and rich white people started buying up the properties of the former slaves, turning D.C. into the flashy, mostly white place it is today, all of the former slaves from PG County used their newfound wealth to buy back Prince George's County once and for all. Today, PG County is the second most populous county in Maryland, only behind Montgomery County and the largest, most affluent African-American majority county in the United States. It's the only place in America where you can drive throughout neighborhoods after neighborhood of houses worth at least half a million dollars with high-end BMWs, Benzes, and Lexuses parked out front, and the whole neighborhood is black. Any other highly populated black neighborhood in America is usually in the hood, but just outside of D.C., the American dream was realized. And I wish, I wish that I could end my story right there on a good note. But back to me and the reality of my situation. As I said, I grew up in Calverton, Maryland, right on the border. So naturally, there are two choices. Go to school with the rich black kids or go to school with the rich white kids. So it never made sense in my seven-year-old mind why I was forced to be unhappy and feel out of place in Montgomery County. The PG County Public Schools were literally closer to my house. All my cousins went there. And it was actually cheaper to live in PG County than Montgomery. So I could have been living in a bigger house. Plus, I was black. It made no sense. I used to dread school. And not just for my hate of school, but my classmates couldn't relate to me. That's something I had to say for after school and weekends. I used to have a vendetta out for my mom making me so miserable. I just wanted to be somewhere I felt I belonged. Not that it got in the way of my education though. You ever heard the saying, you don't know what you've got until it's gone? Well, you see, the same could apply for my Montgomery County school experience. See, I learned that 400 years ago, old white elites and politicians in America counted on African Americans' lack of education to enslave them. They used to tell everyone that because of the color of their skin, they were less than human. That was strategic, of course, because people don't really care what happens to someone who's labeled as less than human or an animal or a criminal. These labels were put on them on purpose to drive not only others to abuse them, 
but to also rewire the slaves' brains to think that they were nothing more too. Because at the end of the day, all you know is what somebody taught you. White slave owners and politicians made their best efforts in not educating blacks to the truth. That they're just as human as anybody walking, no matter the color of their skin, where they're from, what culture they have, or religion. But you see, history repeats itself. Blacks weren't the first slaves ever, not even close. Governments all around the world today and all throughout history have used the caste system in order to succeed. What's a caste system? I'm glad you asked. Think of it like a big programming class and all our brains are the computers. You see, a newborn or uneducated brain is like an iPhone that hasn't been set up yet. Your teachers, parents, family, and anyone really who you meet are the people who either lead you to success or failure. That's why it's important to watch the company you keep. It's also why people who grow up poor are more likely to stay poor. People who grow up in middle class are likely to stay in middle class and people who grow up rich are likely to stay rich. It's a mindset as well as the way you view the world and yourself. The mindset you learn growing up is the one you will most likely keep. And the white elites and politicians knew this. So they used the power of words and took advantage of Africans' miseducation to profit off of their suffering. They knew that if they told them and treated them like slaves when they were younger, they'd get used to it and be convinced that they were slaves the whole time. White elites who wanted to get rich without doing the work themselves purposely weren't like our moms who told us that we could be whatever we wanted when we grew up. That wasn't in their best interest. So they were being told that all of their lives they were slaves, less than human, and deserved to be treated less solely because someone wanted to profit. Throughout history, I've learned that the people who get ahead in life don't necessarily outwork the competition, but outsmart them. This is why education is the highest form of power. Words are your sword and education is your armor. After all, you can't play a player. So America incorporated systemic racism in order for whites to grow up successful and blacks to stay poor slaves. Whites got the best education and opportunities while their black counterparts were kept in the dark and forced to work and be tortured until they died. That is a caste system. And growing up, my uncle used to try and show this to me all the time. He'd go on big American company sites like Apple.com and scroll all the way to the bottom to the About Us link. There, you'll find pictures of any company's top executives like the CEOs and vice presidents, but rarely would any of them be black. This directly contradicted what they taught me in school about systemic racism being over. Slavery was over, segregation was over, but systemic racism, not over. Even though Montgomery County and PG County are right next to each other, are the two biggest counties in Maryland, and households bring in the same amount of income, PG County public school budget is just a fraction of what Montgomery County's is. When I went to school with my white friends, we had more than enough books, clean and new buildings, and teachers to set us up for success. But just across the street, in the black version of my same neighborhood, Black kids had to share old books, eat worse lunch, and walk around old, dirty buildings. This lack of equal nourishment leads directly to a lack of equal success. 
It's like having two identical plants right next to each other, but watering one less in order to water the other one more. The plant that gets watered properly will end up more successful in the long run than the one that doesn't. And the audacity of the plant that gets watered more to blame the problem solely on the color of the other plant's skin is absolutely absurd. How much you get watered has a direct impact on your future. So how come black people in America still aren't getting educated equally? If PG County is the largest and richest African American community in America, just outside the capital of America that claims that we're all equal, imagine how it is in other black counties and neighborhoods. The American caste system has been setting black people up for failure and then blaming it on the color of their skin since before the country was founded. And it works even up to this day. Even in the richest black county in the U.S., black children are denied an equal education to their white counterparts. Often, when I tell people who have lived in PG County their whole lives that we're the richest black county in America, they look at me in disbelief, citing that there's no way we could be the richest black county when our public schools are so bad and many of our young black men end up with the same fate as any other heavily populated city in America. How could we be the richest and still end up with statistic? A lot of new immigrants that come here from Africa also come to me confused as to why black people in America are so much more mean than their African counterparts back home. Not knowing the danger and mistrust they fear from everyone, even the ones who vow to serve and protect them. It's not our culture that leads us to our failures. It's our lack of education, opportunity, and freedom that leads us to our culture, which ultimately leads us to our failure. So who made him into a criminal? His culture or his country? Right now, the government has spent more money to build jails for black people than they have schools. Slavery has just changed forms. But now we don't call them slaves. We call them criminals. The color of your skin does not make you a criminal. The systemic racism does. Labeling anyone to be less than human and stripping them of their rights, whether they're a slave or a felon, is the same racism with a different word. And it's proven every day that black counties in America are denied a good education and American jails are being filled with black men more and more every day. I'm calling on Maryland Governor Larry Hogan to make a change. You have a direct stake in the education and future of kids throughout the state no matter the color of their skin even though we've come far we still have a long way to go and the longer this goes on i'm reminded of the old adage the more things change the more they stay the same yeah we're free but are we equal a peaceful america requires equal treatment for all and we won't rest until you stop profiting off our suffering. If you like today's episode, but feel like you still need an extra push, make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe, leave a comment, and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email Kojo at YINetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.